It's taking a right field. This could be it if it gets down. It will get down the line. I win. Ability as Trent Frazier is absolutely scalding hot right now from downtown. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Oski Talk. I hope you enjoyed that uh, very different intro that we decided to use with uh, the voices of Ori Benatar and Stephen Cohen. You're really enjoying that. I am like, really enjoying it. I haven't it. even heard it yet. I know, I haven't heard it yet either. This is raw reaction, <laughs> purely raw reaction. We don't even know what we're about to listen to, but we listened to it, you just did too. So welcome to Oski Talk. Uh, we got Patrick Cazzone in the house as well. Yep. We're all crammed into my champagne apartment. Just a couple more weeks of school after uh, we were on location for spring break, Big Ten tournament. We got a lot to talk about, but before we talk about all that stuffs, uh, Fourth and Kirby, go to fourthandkirby.com, check out some awesome vintage-inspired, high-quality content made by University of Illinois alumni. Make sure to go to fourthandkirby.com. Just want to point out, that was not, oh, you've gotten so good at that, that's not scripted. That was just yeah. you talking. I'm used to, I mean, <laughs> my years at Illini Drive, I used to do my whole, uh, Fighting Illini sponsorship thing. I probably could still do it off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't, but I don't know if I want to say it now because we're not sponsored no, by Fighting yeah, Illini no, Athletics. It's, it's only 4th and no Kirby. Free it's only 4th and Kirby. I'm not giving no, a... No, we're not going to plug anyone for free. <laughs> gonna, no free plugs yet. I mean, yet. we got Mr. Stephen the Plug going here. Yeah, that's what they call me. That's what they call him. They exactly. call me Plug Cone. Yeah, and they call yeah. me Hoochie Mama. They call Stephen uh, Walk Off Softball Man. Yeah. <laughs> walk Off Softball. There you go. That's Stephen. If it gets Cone. down, they win. Yeah, and speaking of softball, uh, we're going to lead off with them on today's pod. Uh, this is coming out for you this Thursday morning, but uh, we are fresh off of another walk off win for the Illini to end a seven game homestand, beating Eastern Illinois 8 to 7 as softball continues to win games. And, uh, Stephen, obviously you announced that Sunday yeah. walk-off win against Wisconsin. They got two wins against a ranked Badgers team. I was there tonight. It, it's starting to – it's Right. It's starting to – things are going in motion, and this Illinois team is for real. Yeah, no, we'll just keep it short. But this is a team that uh, – the pitching is, like, kind of there. They they keep throwing out Emily Ostrike, who's a senior, and she's not, she's not doing that great. But they got this freshman, Sydney Sickles, and she has dynamite. Uh, she's coming to relief the past two games, uh, gotten both wins. Uh, really high-powered offense led by Carly Thomas, Kenna Sherlin. This is a team that can put up runs. They made four errors tonight on Tuesday against the Panthers. That was the only reason it was close. Otherwise, they win that game 7-2, 7-3. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they are going to be rolling, and they are well on their way to an NCAA tournament berth. And at this point, they might be hosting. It's very possible that there could be games at Eichelberger Field when the students are gone, not dealing with the construction, <laughs> and Eichelberger Field will host regional games. And what a way to uh, maybe end the, the academic year of sports. You know, you lead with volleyball hosting tournament games, and you could have softball hosting yeah, tournament games too. It's the 20th year of Illini softball. So they're just like kind of hyped up about that. This could be like maybe the best season in program history. Yeah. And a uh, senior heavy team, and it's being, uh, that's the way it looks right now. Yeah, and uh, just a. Uh, uh, couple numbers that I wanted to throw out from today's game. Uh, the two leadoff hitters for Illinois, Carly Thompson and Keanu Sherlin, combined they went 7-10, uh, of 10, scored four of the eight runs, had two ribbies, three doubles between the two of them. I mean, 
that's just the first two people in your lineup. Uh, everybody else sort of had yeah, and like, one hit going today. Going back but... to Sunday's game, though, it was like, if you're a baseball fan, you would love that ending because they were down by two, down to their final outs in the seventh inning with nobody on base, and their top two hitters just both got out. And now you keep moving through the lineup, and uh, they get five straight hits to win the game and win 6-5. Heck of a rally, heck of a way to end it. Um Illini softball is keeping things up, and they're going to continue to keep things up, but they're going to be going on a road trip after they started their homestand at Eichelberger during break and as the students began to come back. Have you been to Eichelberger yet, Patrick? Uh, I've gone around it. I haven't seen a game. <laughs> gone around it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've just walked around it? You've never yeah, been Yeah, I've walked in... around it. He's uh, gone to baseball. He's been, I've been, been, baseball. Been, the I've been to baseball fields. So you've seen Eichelberger from Illinois Field, basically. Yeah. It's a nice scoreboard. It is. Yeah. It's a very nice scoreboard. <laughs> Uh, but we're going to switch uh, gears to baseball now. Um, another game that we are fresh off of as we were recording this pod, uh, the Illini did fall uh, to Indiana State today. The Sycamores are 20-2. and two. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, I did not know that. That was context I did not have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, right I just, over. I just, I just like, clicked the stats. Make yeah, the I was, tournament I, I, I was no. saying it, that was a bad loss. For I just Illini. clicked the stats. <laughs> yeah, Indiana State, it says their record is 20-2. and two. So they're, are they ranked? They, I think they're ranked. No, they, they, were, they have a good RPI though. Yeah, they have a good RPI. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, they're that probably was the respected by the computers, but the voters are like, no, no, it's the Sycamores. Like, yeah, I mean, it was a pitcher's duel. I mean, Indiana yeah. State won three one, but they only had three hits to Illinois five. They had exactly. a three run sixth inning. All the runs were scored in the sixth in a three one loss for Is Illinois. That the start for Illinois. Uh, the start for Illinois. Mal uh, Maldonado. Who was the the freshman? He's good. Four point two innings, one hit, six walks, two strikeouts. You know who drafted him? The Brewers. Of course. Really? Of course, the yeah. Brewers drafted him. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. three relief pitchers for the Illini compared to Indiana State. Uh, wow, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys pitch for them. <laughs> so of course we lost. And most of them only had three or five bats. This is like a revolutionary thing I'm seeing right here. They, I, they used like an opener, you know. That's they had. To. That's crazy. I mean, I, I think if it's in the correct order, they had a pitcher per inning for the first six innings, and then wow. had their relief guy or they their closer. Three innings for the last three innings. I love. They're the Tampa Ra- Tampa Bay Rays of uh, college oh, baseball. Yeah, the Indiana State Sycamores. <laughs> they're man. very disrespected by everyone, <laughs> but they were doing this weird thing on the mound, and it was working. That is, and it worked against Illinois, but I mean, I don't think this loss will trip Illinois baseball. No, I don't think now much. it does. Yeah, What's I don't think take? it. Was, I didn't think it was gonna before. I mean, you can't expect to sweep a team and then, you know, go back and win another. Like at some point in baseball, you lose. Like you can't like. You know, the Cubs, for example, yeah. can lose to the, like, Reds. Well, let's say last year, because we don't know about this year. <laughs> right. The Cubs can lose to the Reds, and we all knew the Cubs were the better team. Mm-hmm. But they'd still lose. Like, it's just, that's just but, baseball. So, like, my thing with it is that they have five losses now. And they have swept every full weekend series. But these losses come when they only see a team once. Like, they lost, they won one-on-one against St. Louis. They lost three out of four when they played three different teams in four games last month. And then they lost this one midweek game against Indiana State. So when they're playing teams in a series, and the teams they play in series aren't that great, they're winning. But they haven't, and when you get to tournament time, you only get one chance. It's not best out of three all the way. So when you're only getting one chance against these teams, I don't know, personally, I'm a little concerned that they can't do the job against this when they just get one chance. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point, because like, you know, they're getting those series sweeps, they're getting those wins, but... 
You know, you play in a series, you're playing day after day, you develop that rhythm mm -hmm. and that and you develop that momentum. And in the MLB, that's the case. We're obviously going to talk a lot of MLB today, also later. But Illinois is playing these single games in the middle of the week, not getting the job done necessarily. And as you said, when it's tournament time, you know, you you're, you have that gap of a break and then you just got to, you know, one game, one game. You just got to keep winning. Yeah, I think, um, in my opinion, I don't think you're going to see an Indiana State, though, in the tournament. You're not going to see that, what the heck they did there. Seven no, I think pitchers. you would. I think that's exactly what This is like a Wofford or like um, a Gonzaga, well, not a Gonzaga situation, but like a Wofford situation. Right. That they just there's win. definitely, like, well, there's teams like that in the tournament. Like, consider the Big up. Ten tournament. Yeah. Like, oh, no, you're if not we're going to see that, see that I feel like, no. you know, a lot of the Big Ten teams play similarly, so they're, you know, I'm not really worried about that. And I think tournament... Uh, you're gonna end up playing a team like Van. I don't think we're gonna play a a, a really you know. Oh no, no, Indiana this point, State. If keeps it up, they should be a, they should be hosting. They should be one right. Of the top yeah, if they're not hosting, then they'll be at like the 15 or like the 14 national seed because yeah. it's the they're 16 gonna, national seed. They only should on the season ranked. Otherwise, it's disappointment because this team's good enough. To you think so? I, I I think they're right on the edge. Where if they as long as they get into the tournament this year, I'm fine. But no, there's a lot of freshmen, and that makes you think going down the stretch, how good are they going to be? Like Cam McDonald's is putting like unbelievable numbers. You're also about to lose your best player, Michael Massey, and Zach Taylor. But he's Two not our best players. player, right? Oh, Zach Taylor, yeah. Yeah, and Man, you're, you're, you're right. Lose both them to the MLB. Uh, this is the year to do it. This is I don't know. I, I still think, you think... Lose Ty Weber. I think he gets drafted in signs. I think you're missing. You lose a lot. Then you gotta you gotta finish the season right. Definitely, they have to be top twenty-five. <laughs> they gotta be. They gotta make it. I think, think tournament is the big goal. I know. Good. I mean, there's gonna be yeah. like three Big Ten teams that make the tournament. Yeah. Indiana had a nice weekend though. Yeah. So they're we'll good. Michigan. Good. Michigan's good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. But so uh, who's one guy though that if the people listening don't know right now, who's one guy they should know about? I mean, I already mentioned his name. I think Cam McDonald is no question the guy to you got to talk about. He's a freshman. He's putting up unbelievable numbers. Uh, Zach Taylor's been injured the last couple games, and he's mm -hmm. filled in really well in the outfield. I think Cam will probably go to left field. Yeah. Zach will play center yeah. once he's back. Or maybe he'll play left or right. And then I don't know who else they'll uh, kick out of the outfield. But uh, No, I think he has bad in there right now. It's been it's been hot. Yeah, I wonder, too, if you take Comia out of the lineup, put yeah. Massey in, and then you have hey, Donald DH. play DH. Yeah, I think, like, once That's Massey's, an option. Once Michael Massey's healthy, he's like maybe the best player, all-around player in the Big Ten. Then you you gotta put him in the field. He can't be DHing for an entire season. Like yeah, he's he's your best player. There's just no way around it. So. Yeah, and but, not to discredit Comia, but no, um, he's a freshman. Right, he's a freshman. I don't know how well those guys are gonna be playing down the Comia stretch. Comia made an error the other day on Saturday. It's like oh, you can't. He's the only freshman to commit an error. Yeah. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I, I put that set in the yard, so I just want to throw that one out there. Yeah, go, uh, read, go read Patrick's uh, baseball stories over on thechampagneroom.com. And read Anthony Pasquale's features. Yeah, that was a good one. The Massey one was yeah. a uh, really story. good one. Got uh, um, Anthony Patrick Mariah covering baseball softball for the Champagne Room. Some good stuff. Yeah, yeah we're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah are you having fun? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's fun to talk to Hartlib because Hartlib is a baseball guy. Like deep down, yeah. No wonder he's a manager. Guy. I mean, well, he's a head coach there in baseball college. They are head coaches. And Whatever, I'm head coach. Just, just saying, I don't think he wants to be called manager. He's um, he's uh, he's an interesting dude. He's fun to talk to. So uh, it's been fun. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and uh, we look forward to see reading yours, Anthony's, Mariah's stuff as the season continues on. As you go to the ChampagneRoom.com for that. Also go to SoundCloud and iTunes. 
subscribe to the TCR podcast as softball and baseball will be going on the road this weekend. Softball will be in Lincoln against Nebraska. Baseball taking on Iowa in Iowa City. But before we go through the full weekend schedule, we are going to talk a little revenue sports right now. Yeah. Uh, March Madness is happening, but obviously no Illinois, so they are in the midst of the recruiting season. How many spots are open? So, ending last season, right now, no one's com- no one's signed, so there are three spots, assuming no one leaves. Take the roster from last season, only remove the seniors, ADLR, and AJ, you have three spots. Mm-hmm. You remove Higgs, you might have four spots. That's a conversation for later. So right now, you got Antoine January, committed, not signed. Kofi Cockburn, he liked TCR's tweet the other day, so you can take that as you will. He also commented on Georgie's Insta um, uh, two weeks ago saying... It's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. He's coming. Uh, He's committed, unsigned, though. So one more spot open. Right now, assuming Anthony Higgs is on scholarship and everyone else stays at Illinois, which that's another conversation, Mm -hmm. but targeting a few guys right now. We need guards. I'm guards. We need big men. No, we're fine. I think we're... Okay, and the big man. Well, you, all the um, transfers are big men. Like that's who we're. Yeah, doing I mean, yeah, that's good so, and all. Say we get one of the transfers. Yeah. Say. Yeah, go throw it the out trans- there. You gotta say what the transfers are. We need. Um. Oh man. Uh. It's. Uh, so we got a Lehigh transfer. It's Lehigh, correct? Lehigh. They yes. Duke once. The, the Mountain that's Hawks when they had C.J. McCollum. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, they got Pat Andre, six eight, two twenty five, averaged thirteen and six this past season. Uh, and he shot 43%, basically two straight years on three, uh, on about six shots a game. So this is a big man that, that can really shoot it. Illinois among so. teams like uh, Pitt, Boston College, NC State, Wake Forest uh, going after him right now. There's also TJ Holyfield, who uh, was in Brad Underwood's first class at Stephen F. Austin. Um, and that just does, he's a big man that was injured this past year, but that's an easy fit to be able to see. I'd uh, be able to come be that veteran presence on another Brad Underwood team, and the expectations there would be easy because he knows what the coach is going to give. Right, and it just seems like the possibility of that last spot being filled most likely by a guy who's probably over six six but can shoot the three. Oh, that's a that's a must. Yeah, because that's something. If Georgie's not going to develop a three, right, and you need someone that's big Georgie that tried and then realized it might not be his thing, <laughs> and then he stayed down low and was amazing. Samba didn't take threes, ADLR doesn't take threes, and, and Kobe Cochran does not take threes. And you look at the way that March Madness games have been played this past weekend, mm-hmm. and everyone's to, everyone's taking threes, even the centers. I mean, Zion was taking threes and hitting them. Yeah, uh, what were you going to say then about, so you don't want a big man. You, you want, want a guard. I want a guard, because say, let's, I mean, we're losing AJ this year, which, I mean, you know, AJ was a decently productive. Um, say we lose another guard, then we have... Oh, I think AJ's production is very difficult to replicate. Yeah. Okay, all right. I think it's a very difficult... I think he, he gets a bad rap because... <laughs> oh, he definitely gets I don't a bad think, rap. I don't think he, he lived up to his... Oh, he definitely did also. He's a four-star recruit. Yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was, he was decent. But, uh, let's forget it because I, I think AJ is, is the ideal line. I, um, he is. I honestly, no, I in agree. terms We've, of like, he came, he yeah. stayed, he stayed, yeah. of course, with Underwood, and now he's coming back to be a coach. He loves the university. He's an Illini guy. Back to my thought. <laughs> say, say a guard leaves. That leaves us with four guards, and two of them. Let's, which which guard? What are you? What's your kind of like hypothetical? My hypothetical here is Alan Griffin leaves. Okay. Based on the Mizzou game. But Io stays. But Io stays. Okay. So you have Io. So then we have two point guards. Io and Trent. On on oh, Trent, we have three. We have three. 
Uh, and then we have DeMonte Williams at shooting guard. So you got we Io need Trent's another shooting guard. Io Trent's Andres, Andres and DeMonte. We need another shooting guard. So your concern there is that they need... Well, then or they a would, comp, another oh, no, combo. No, 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 no. Then they would replace the Alan Griffin spots with a guard. Yeah. Like, right, I'm, right, but, but who's the guard? Like, we're not recruiting what? for the guard no, right now. No, no, no. I'm not well, we don't know. There's, a, there's more grad transfers out there that you could replicate Alan Griffin's production or find someone that's just a little bit better uh, that can score five points a game. And and May or June. I'm not right. that's not my concern. And maybe you'd I'm just find saying, another, oh, maybe you'd find another diamond in the rough freshman, like another Georgie that's a guard somehow. Right. For the future, think two years down the road. Yeah. If let's say worst case Iowa leaves in two years. Oh, I agree. You can't have a full class. Like we just need a back. freshman guard. Yeah. I think in this class. Okay. That is my point. There you go. But I think if you can get either Andre, Pat Andre from Lehigh or no, but, Holyfield, you gotta take one of them. Oh yeah, 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 and then you get him at guard or yeah. forward, yeah. and then you have you know, and then you have you also either, Tev. Yeah. But I would like to see Tev. That's yeah. no, that's the other Tev thing about that, the the yeah. transfer is I rather see Tev play than. But I think also yeah. you, you bring said. yeah, but you bring on Kofi, you bring on Antoine. There's a good chance you could put Jones at the three oh, and yeah, play yeah. a oh, big oh, lineup. Sure. I think it'd be it'd be great. I mean, yeah. have Io, Trent, Tavian, Georgie, Kofi. There's your starting five. That's a that's a that's an athletic. It's a big big no, line. I, I, I agree with Patrick. You need yeah. another guard because you can't just have a full class of three big men and one of them was a grad transfer. Right. And like, one of them might leave for the NBA in a year. See, I think right. it's okay if yeah. he gets a big, but one that can shoot just to have extra shooting because that that's the game now. The game is shooting. It's not playing down low. Like yes, you need physical presences, but it's about shooting. I think <laughs> college fo- uh, college basketball. Uh, if you could get. Uh, consistent good bigs. I think you're a tournament team consistently. Oh, easily. I think in the Big Ten. I think in the no, Big Ten, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So if we keep like, I love what we're doing now. You think this was the problem that John Gross always had? We never could get a good big. And his um, bigs were Mav Morgan waiting until he was a senior, Finky who was, uh, yeah. and Laurent who wasn't good until he was a senior. Yeah, like, and then those were his bigs. Nan Agu was yeah. what, two year, one year with him. Yeah, um, yeah he was. So, he wasn't a gross guy. Like that was right. a gross issue. He couldn't get the big men. He couldn't get the big men. So now we have the big men. Now we're a more athletic team. We're a bigger team. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is positive for Underwood. It's a positive change for Illinois. I think it's been a, just a positive. Just keep Samba, and this is a huge team next right. year. Yes, suddenly. like this becomes like. You got several seven footers. You got a bunch of guys six eight or bigger. And you look at some of the guys that will be leaving the Big Ten. It's like Ethan Hat. Ethan Hat made second team all NCAA according to one of the papers, and that was a little. <laughs> I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, but like Ethan Hat is gone. Carson Edwards is gonna leave Purdue. Right. Um, there's gonna be a lot of big name players leaving the Big Ten next year. But so there's oh, a it's so much easier for Illinois to get better at basketball than football. Like that's well, obvious. Yes. Like you're yeah. right there. So just like you, I yeah, and there's like, also I, less players. I mean, football you need basically at least 25, 30 guys that are good players to be a competitive team because it's just such a huge team. Basketball you do need bench depth, but again, it's only. Let's finish on one question though yeah. with the basketball stuff. Okay. Uh, is this a success? Assuming Underwood gets one of the two transfers or another big man transfer, and then he adds a guard, is this class better than last year's class? I'd say no, just because last year's class went above the expectation of what we thought that class was going to be. The fact that he got Io was like, you know, it blew everyone's mind because it was like, we just got Illinois Mr. Basketball, five-star guy, NBA player. Whereas this class, 
Illinois is still not with among the competing Big Ten teams, and that didn't happen this year. But this class sort of kind of is better than you know what the team performed in. But it's about what you would expect. That's why I think last year's class is just slightly better, just because Brad Underwood was like, "We're gonna turn this around. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get people who are above, like you know, getting Io and Tavian Jones huge. Like that's that defied expectations, and Illinois fans." Went no, crazy no, for a reason. Deal that we have Kobe and Kobe. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say the other. I actually think that this class was better, and I think um, I think the ceiling for these players is about the same as the ones mm-hmm. from last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think coming in they'll be better right away. And I think that's just because we got two decent big guys. Yeah, we got I mean, Kofi who's yeah. above. Yeah. Obviously, the big difference is that this class you're getting a big that you know is going to be a really good player in Kofi. Yeah, you didn't know what last year. Jo- right, Georgie was a diamond in the rough, yeah. as we've said, right. and you had no Sam clue. Movie, you didn't know Georgie. Exactly. I feel like there's a little more knowns here. Like exactly. Antoine one January is probably playing a few minutes a game. Right. Maybe a bit of a role player. Kofi Cockburn. You expect him to be that center that right. competes at a Big Ten caliber level, and then if you get one of the grad big men, you know, like uh, hopefully it's Andres because he's not hurt, mm-hmm. like compared to like. Holyfield and Adonis, but like yeah, there's more knowns in this class, so I like them more because I like to like know what I'm getting. Yeah, and it, it helps with the expectations. That's yeah. true. And not to diss on Io, but I don't think Io was the program changer we thought he was. You think that's oh, okay. fair? Well, we can change conversations now. It's a that's a summer that's, talk. That's that, that that is a summer talk. <laughs> okay. All right. That I'm is just a, you just that opened up there. another can of worms right there. That's, I think Iowa would change this entire program. Oh, completely. I I <laughs> I think Trent was I think the stepping in terms stone of this and year, Iowa was No, I don't the, think he did. If he, if he was that big of a program changer, we would have won 20 games this year. No way. No, no, no. You no, can't no. go from he winning four worth, conference games to win 20 yeah, overall. You're saying Iowa's I'm, I'm worth saying, six wins this year in a tougher schedule. No, no. no. We beat two top 15 teams. Because of, of Io. Co- yeah, yeah, of course he was a game changer. We don't have Io. You deserve this now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into I mean, some trouble. I, mean, I still don't think I mean, Io is. Illinois gets Mark Smith. Dead. We all thought Mark Smith was going to change the program. Illinois is not winning games like that. They won games like that this year. I mean, Michigan State might make the Final Four. And Illinois yeah, potentially but... could say, we beat a Final Four team. And Illinois could say if uh, Gonzaga makes it. Right. They could be like, wow, we almost beat a Michigan State against Gonzaga in the Final Four in Minneapolis. It's like, oh, Illinois is national championship caliber. Illinois (laughs) technically could have won the national championship. So. My only (laughs) Do you have a defense? My defense is this. Mark Smith didn't have Georgie. Oh, my God. He had LaRon. You can't say. Okay, I get it. I'm telling you, this is a different conversation. Right. You're saying Georgie is the program changer. That's different. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying I'm saying as a collective they'll change the program, but I don't think Io himself as a sole player has he's made a difference, but he hasn't changed the program, or at least not yet. I, th- I think I think uh, he stays, and then we can see next year. But I don't think it's fair to judge that. Also, if you're, like, I think it is fair to judge. I mean, this year, I mean, Io had so much hype that we. Th- I mean, did you think that we were going to be in the tournament this year? I in I the season predictions. I said Sweet Sixteen, but that was because I'm a senior and I wanted to see that happen. Yeah, my time. Right? I said no. <laughs> I I, I, okay. I so knew you were we were realistic. But I'm I feel always like the realistic. Hype for Io you had football going in four. <laughs> I had football going four and eight, so like I'm the realist. Steven is the you know. I just I had have, a good year of all this. He like, had dreams. Yeah. What do you think football this year? I predicted six and six in the last like five. Guys, it, guys, it's not even yeah, it's not even April yet, but we are gonna talk about football. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm no, not hold that aisle talk for the yeah, summer we'll, though. That yeah, is we'll definitely a whole hour long yeah. of uh, 
Who's the bigger program changer, Io or Georgie? Yeah, some big and, uh, big talks happening yeah. here on this edition of Oski Talk. <laughs> I got well. into it. I haven't been on in a while, that's so why I'm getting on. <laughs> no, my, that's all good. My, my we, latest streams. We of love having you on. We got we got plenty out. of other stuff we're gonna talk about. We're gonna move over to spring ball now. Football is back to, theoretically. They're not playing actual games, but they are practicing in a very empty Memorial Stadium and a very nice days in Champaign. They practiced at like 7 a.m. when it was like 30 degrees. Out. Yeah, but it's sunny. There's no clouds. That's that's nice. <laughs> I consider that a nice day. I think it'd be fun to go and play football in weather like this. Okay. But spring ball's starting. We got the spring game coming up in about two weeks. I think there were a few big takeaways from... So this is obviously we're recording this Tuesday night. Uh, so the first day was Tuesday. And there's a few things we learned today. Uh, the big one is what Lovey said for Luke Ford. Um, because Luke Ford does not have his like ability to play yet. He's not being cleared uh, via transfer policy and not have to sit out a year. And Lovey said that we think we have a pretty good case. So like what? Like that's like Lovey being kind of shady. Um, I appreciate that. I mean, that's what a coach. That's what he's gonna say. No, no, I, I like love that. It. No, no, I like. I think Illinois is trying to not play by the rules, just like everyone else hasn't. Like, oh yeah, I hope we're dropping the bag. Dino, like, uh, Tate Martell. Tate Martell. Tate Martell's gonna play. Because he was using uh, racial slurs. Like, I maybe it's true, but like at the same time. No, but every transfer is getting eligibility and being very vocal about getting eligibility. And that hasn't happened to Luke Ford yet, so Illinois has to. Like, you gotta find some way, and I hope like Luke is actually coming through in his word. Because I think that makes the difference between winning three and five. Honestly, between four and six. Because okay. he's a tight end that can that can change the game. Oh, it changes and, the offense. And he's, give the offense another weapon. He's the guy who's going to catch the balls this year. Like, let's be real. It's going to be yeah. Ricky Small and Luke Ford. Like, we're all freaking out because we don't have another wide receiver. But Luke Ford is going to be that wide receiver. Yeah, and, I, you know. I'm really excited to see Edwin Carter back. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm really excited to see him back after. He could have been a really his, good freshman. His, his <laughs> Western <laughs> Illinois yeah, could have been Mike amazing Dudak, game. Well, no, he, he was, was almost like, there. He had two in two games because he had two against Western. So, like, yeah. I don't know if that would have carried over the rest of the year. But he could have had six, seven touchdown receptions. I, I think so. I, I'm excited to see him play again. He could turn out to be, you know, really solid. The big thing we saw today, though, uh, other than Luke, other than Lovey's comments on Luke Ford, was who was starting with the first team quarterback? Who was the quarterback starting with the first team getting those reps? Yeah. And it wasn't MJ Rivers, who has been vocal about getting to be the starter. It was Matt Robinson, who got in a few uh, series last year. Yeah. I think I actually, I don't think, have I said it on ASCII Talk? But um, no. I think I said it last year. He's the better one? No, MJ, I think MJ Rose will actually probably switch positions. To what? Wide receiver. No. No, he's too big. He's, he's a tight. He's a tight end of it. No. He's a six quarterback. Five? I think he could. I honestly think he could. I, I think, think if they reshaped his body He's not fast enough. He he's, wasn't fast he's enough. He's fast to... enough. He couldn't scramble. He was a, he, he was mostly he's, a pocket passer. I know, but he could scramble. No, no he, I think, I think honestly he could be down the field, down the field guy. <laughs> I don't, this is a hot take a little bit. I think it's I a honestly very, think it could be. I think it's very five. much a hot take. I think MJ's. Dude, I think I think a, MJ's one of the best QB prospects Illinois had in the last like. I don't think MJ will ever seven years get another start. I think Isaiah. I mean, I thought Isaiah Williams is going to come in and be the starter. I knowing beginning Lovey, of next year. Yeah, but knowing Lovey and his tendencies of QB starting. I mean, the only time he really went with young guns was like when he was at Tampa and had Jameis for like a season. 
But yeah, even he rode like Chase Crouch there for a while. Right, but but yeah. he's but he but he always starts <laughs> Chase Crouch. No, but he, he go but he always starts the season oh, with the more experienced guy. He always starts the year with the more experienced guy. I mean, no, it, that's that's fair. That's MJ MJ didn't start. You know, in the beginning of the season, it was um. Oh my god, it was AJ, it was AJ Bush. Yeah, I hope, and I really hope that Lovey has absolutely no input on the offense. Oh, I don't think he will. I, no, I, Ryan I Smith. hope he makes zero decisions on the Lovey Smith, defensive coordinator. It was his first day as uh, officially uh, at a practice with pads as the defensive coordinator for his team. That's awesome. Um, my other thing is, what what's Karan Taylor still doing on the team? Like, no one would have questioned him if he transferred. It's true. You think he's gonna play? I think he's gonna be a running back. What is with you and Jed no, changing positions? We have Richie Corbin. He'll be like fifth string. I mean, I think he'll. I think he'll switch positions as well. Why would he be a we come from go from a <laughs> fifth string seen? QB to a fifth string running back? I well, he might get reps at running back, but he won't get reps at. at How many running backs do you think Ron Smith uses? I don't know. Oh, three. He might use three. So what do Say you, he makes he the third be, string. I don't think he'd be so what do you do string. when you play Madden franchise? You just change everyone's no, position? No. But no, like I'm Big just Ben saying, at tight end? If you've seen Karan Taylor, he's a big guy. He could be a bruiser. Like, I honestly see... I think you got Epstein, look at his body yeah. type. Yeah, and you have... Um, Epstein's glass. Still have Bond, so, I mean, right? How yeah, long is he going to last? Then you got Bond. Yeah. So I don't think... That's already three. And then plus they right. got the, the little guy. Uh, like, why would someone go from a fifth string in the position Norwood? that they were recruited yeah, for? Kari Norwood. Yeah. There's, and then I think that's someone else in the 2019 class. Like, right. There's so many. There's already five running backs. I think, honestly, I think he could stay at the program and change positions. Maybe it's not running back. He's but, ready like spaghetti. I'm telling you. Ready like spaghetti. But he is Best a good athlete. of the year. He's a good athlete. No, no there are, just I can see him doing I just, I, I appreciate that it's like April and we're in March and we're able to uh, like have arguments on who's going to start for quarterback for Illinois. I know. And at least there's enough options. At least year. like at least there's choices where like all if you have enough options, one of them's bound to be okay. Ah, uh, that's not true. Well, this could know, all yeah, blow no. up in our face oh, and love they might get fired all, by the end of the year. They might all be awful. That's a serious thing. We, well, no, I we think, don't like, know. I, I liked A.J. Bush. I never really hated A.J. Bush. A.J. Bush was... He was fast. He was fast. He was a heck of a yeah, runner. but he was lot. super selfish with the ball. I mean, Wait, he ran. lost games for us. Yeah, they also beat Rutgers. Yeah, okay, <laughs> true. Minnesota. But if beating Rutgers is all we want... They had four wins. They Count were, me out. They were, just, they were two away from a bowl. Yeah, and... They had significant improvements to a two and ten season. Hey, I thought we were gonna go six and six last it was year. I think we're gonna go six and six this it year. It was it was Lovey's defense that held them back. It wasn't Rod's offense. I'll trust Rod. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. If he gets Luke Ford, um, and then maybe if they're still able to get a wide receiver grad transfer somewhere, um, I'll give them some hope on offense. But no, I think that like overall. I think that too. Convinced. That'll be probably the biggest story. I'm excited to see the uh, will be like what is Rod's playbook. Right. I'm also excited to uh, it's got yeah. see the spring ball game, have Rod Smith at offensive line, you know, maybe put uh, a couple safeties in at um, at running back, maybe get a kicker out there <laughs> hey, as your center. A, they have a kicker. They got a... Chase. Is it, no, no, Chase is graduated. They got, they got the guy with blue shirt who left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the, he's good, right? He's like a top recruit. He was a, he was a good recruit. Yeah, yeah, I wrote an article once that said he was a five-star kicker. That was that was inaccurate. Yeah, I mean, also... Got a lot of backlash. Blake, Blake Hayes is a wide receiver. You heard it here first. <laughs> Blake Hayes, Blake Illinois Hayes. linebacker. Hell swish it up. Yeah, I saw, okay. I saw him at the hey, supermarket the other day. This if you're an Illinois student, you should try out to be wide receiver because... 
Hey, if you're six you never four know. and fast, like go give it a shot. Give it a <laughs> they shot. They could use you on the outside. You could always be better than Dominic Stanley. If you're five <laughs> four and fast, also give it a shot. Get, anyone has a chance to be a good athlete. Hey, if you played Champagne Centennial or Champagne Central and you were, uh, <laughs> you're interested in maybe walking on, getting a scholarship, hey. Who knows? Maybe the team's just one wide receiver away from a bowl. Yeah. I, I think that's very <laughs> accurate. Let's take a look at the weekend schedule as we enter the month of April, as we end March. Uh, lots of stuff happening on the Friday. We've got some outdoor track going on. The men... Uh, and the women are both at the Ole Miss Classic and the Stanford Invite, so trips to Oxford and Palo Alto. Women's tennis is at Atkins Friday afternoon, taking on Rutgers. And then softball and baseball will begin their away series. Softball in Nebraska, baseball in Iowa. More track on Saturday with the same two uh, classic slash invites. Volleyball has got a spring game against Purdue, and soccer also has a spring game hosting Illinois State. Men's tennis is in Atkins against Nebraska. Men's tennis is winning a lot of games. Watch out for them. Oh, matches? Matches, fine. They're doing really well. <laughs> Sorry. I was just in a group. And then Sunday, a little bit of a slower day. Men's tennis is hosting Iowa. Women's tennis is at College Park, uh, taking on Maryland over in the East Coast. So hey, volleyball shout-out, Micah Allison and uh, Jacqueline Quaid going to Japan in May. <sighs> U.S. college national team. Do you think they'll make Tokyo? or have, They have a shot, at least. Yeah, no, they don't, like, it's, this is only a 12-member team, so obviously, though, it's only college kids. Right. So that's that's where it's like, oh, they're the best of the college, but like, what about everyone else? And they'll be at a disadvantage because usually those, I think, are in the mid-20s. Like, you look for people a few right. years older. So maybe, if not Tokyo, then... Paris 2024 is yeah, a real, is a like real possibility. Issue. There's like, uh, Queen's going to be like 26 at that point. So. Yeah, it's still, it's still yeah. in your prime. I know. It's not like gymnastics where you turn 20 and let's it you know, pass your prime. I think the prime age would be like 23. Like you want to graduate like two years before an Olympics. Mm-hmm. Because in this way, she has to like be in international competition for like four years. So Jacqueline Quaid, you might be like the best uh, outside hitter in the country. Like she has to wait four years to play an Olympics. That's true. Also, shout out to women's gymnastics who were in the Big Ten Championships last weekend. They finished second, posting a season high, and Mary Jane Otto won her second career bars title as a six-year senior. So And diving. And Lynn diving. June, 18th yeah. nationally. 18th nationally. Uh, 18th! Wrestling championships happened. She Illinois for 18th place? Illinois didn't do so hot who in said, wrestling either. Who said Illinois doesn't have ranked teams? No, the, got, most of our sports are ranked. <laughs> yeah, we got. Who uh, said that? Who no, said that? We ne- we always never say that. Football are ranked. Guys, there's other sports like yeah, the rest of the attention. the rest of the athletic the department is so bad, good. Yeah, the like wrestling team was else, not good this yeah, year. No, everything else is going just swimmingly. swimmingly. I was gonna say. Oh that. my god, <laughs> what has happened? We're almost fifty episodes in. We're saying the same words. This now. is forty-eight, isn't it? This is forty-eight. Yes. We're almost thirty. What, is there any significance? We'll have big fifty, big 50 episode. Oh yeah. Is there yeah. any significance about the number forty-one on TCR? There. Funny. What with, <laughs> yeah, what, with one yelling? It's it's just get it'll be thirty down. minutes of us just yelling at each other. Yeah, that we know you have sand guys in one pod. I think we should still do a joint pod. I agree. We need I to think do we'll one. make that happen. That's got That'll be fun. But uh, we're going to move over to the non-Illinois portion of this podcast, talk a little uh, March Madness and uh, MLB. But we're going to start with some March Madness. Sweet 16 resumes, or starts, the tournament resumes, I should say. Uh, Lowest sum of seeds in the Sweet 16. It's mostly chalk. All the two seeds. Ever. Because we've got all ones, all twos, all threes, one, 
Two, two fours, fours one five, one twelve. And the twelve is barely a twelve. I mean, yeah. Oregon is it's a really a good, good team. Very good team. We'll see. They could even beat Virginia. But um, I think we'll have some really competitive, really good games. Like, yeah, we don't have, like, the Cinderella, like the Loyola or, you know, VCU. But I think we're going to get some really, really good basketball. And let's face it, Duke is not the clear-cut winner after UCF almost took him down. That was a hell, of a, hell of a game. So, if you're a gambling man... <laughs> Like myself, oh, you, you knew you, you that if you chose into Duke, that. you probably weren't gonna win because if everyone chooses Duke in terms of points, you're not gonna get the most points. Like you get yeah. more points if you have an R guy. So yeah. I, I have Michigan well, winning it all. Yeah. Okay. In terms of making money, that was in but my definitely head. Definitely to lose the Michigan State at fourth time if they got the chance. That that'd be my concern. Yeah, I honestly think. Out there. I mean, I'm looking at the bracket right now. I mean, let's face it. Virginia Tech beat Duke this year, so Duke is not a guarantee into the Elite Eight. I think LSU, they've surprised me. I think they can beat Michigan State. I think they. Destiny. I think they will beat Michigan State. Mm. Florida State can beat. I That's mean, a bad take. I don't know. I think LSU can beat Michigan State. Draymond no, Waters playing well. I think Michigan well. State gained five days to prepare. Like that's, that's like that is true. Tom Izzo is the the mastermind of yeah. preparing. If you think they're not going to be ready, to play, I think LSU will be to ready too. Undermanned LSU team with outside coach. I think you're. Uh, I'm going outside the box. I got Duke and LSU in that region. And then I think it'll be Zags and Michigan. I think Gonzaga gets revenge against Florida State. Mm-hmm. I think Michigan will easily beat Texas Tech. Who knows? Virginia could lose to Oregon, knowing Virginia. They're just the worst at you know winning big games. But I still think Virginia wins. I, you got to take Purdue over Tennessee. Just the way Purdue's been playing compared to the second halves that Tennessee has been having, you got to take Carson Edwards over Grant Williams in that scenario. That's my mm, opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It depends if he makes shots. I don't know. He has right. Moments. But like, still, the fact that Tennessee had 20 point leads after first half in both their games, blew both of them. I mean, they almost lost to Colgate. They only won by seven. <laughs> and then they had to go to OT you against Iowa. I had Colgate. Oh, you had Colgate? I had Colgate, and then I also had the... Iowa. Oh, my. I was so I, I, close. I had the I, Iowa Matt pick. Barnes. Yeah, I had the Iowa pick Not over right. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think Harms needs to play big for big Yes, games. he does. Like hmm. Tennessee's got like they got Williams and Schofield. Those are issues. Yeah, so. they're good players. You know, need a rim protector. It'll be a really good game. And then in the Midwest region, very excited to see the banter between Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley when North Carolina plays Auburn on Friday. That'll just be fun. But I yeah, think... the matchup of disgraced Illinois coaches, and by disgraced Illinois coaches, I mean coaches Illinois fans hate. Bruce Pearl and Roy Williams, <laughs> good matchup. I Who think might have screwed Illinois out of two national championships. There you so at least go. One and good, potentially another. good time. So, but in the Midwest, I think it'll <laughs> it'll be chalk. North Carolina against Kentucky. Any any chance I... Houston beats Kentucky? Five slam a jamma. Five I told my girlfriend that, and she instantly picked Houston to make the final four because she liked the name and it was thought it was funny. Yeah, it's a and it's a good strategy because her bracket is destroying mine. But I, th- I think ironic how that always happens. Yeah, it, the it, people who have no clue what's going on yep. always see. But I like so. I'm I'm bored with this tournament basically, so I want like at this like they're gonna be. Rivalries. So you want you want chaos? Yeah, no, I don't want chaos. I want like Michigan State. Versus like uh, Michigan in the final four, and what? And then like Purdue in the final. I want all big. Let's go, let's go Big Ten. Okay, so you want Michigan State, Michigan, Purdue, and what? Let's go UNC. UNC. In that's you know, in that yeah. scenario, I would have a Fab Five final rematch: UNC against Michigan, mm-hmm. and I would have UNC winning it all. 
Um, and then I would also, like, if that doesn't happen, give me a Duke-UNC championship. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's the one everyone wants. Yeah. I want a Duke-Gonzaga semifinal. I want that Maui rematch. See if that Maui Ooh. win for Gonzaga was for reals. I don't think it was. It don't say for reals. <laughs> Sorry. And then Duke-UNC final, number four, and that would just be incredible. But I think either way, we should be in for some good games. I and just don't want so many blowouts. Off the court, though, Tim Miles fired by Nebraska. Any thoughts on the basketball going in a new direction? Mm-hmm. Mm, they'll probably pick up a great coach. Did yeah. they, didn't they get Hoiberg? No, no, that's rumored. That's rumored. It that's hasn't a huge happened yet. Rumor. I mean, it might happen by Thursday by the time this comes out. Oh, my you, God. Fred if Fred Hoiberg was in the Big Ten coaching Nebraska... Yeah, Can they not? They'd be going national power. They'd be going like a ring team. Holy cow! He gets recruits. I feel he does. I, like he says he doesn't want to recruit. I think the recruits would come to him. It'd be Nebraska. It wouldn't be him recruiting. It'd be like, oh, I want to play for Fred Hoiberg. Nebraska ball is back, ladies and gentlemen. I was Everybody sad. I really it's like the first Tim time Miles. It's ever. I like. I feel bad. He's a class act. He's mm-hmm. a class. He act. went away. His tweets, his interview that he had after, um, he was fired. I I like him. What do you say about Coors Light? Oh, he was gonna go home now. Hang out with his wife, his kids, his dog, and uh, have a Coors Light. That's nice. <laughs> it's the way Tim to live. Miles, Coors Light kind of guy. Coors Light. Uh, uh, Tim Miles. Get a bag on Coors Light it's right now. Drinking Nebraska. He's from South Dakota, so like yeah. I'm not like surprised by any of that. Uh, yeah. South Dakota, very underrated state. Have you been there? No. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the, the, good job. Good job. Um, it's pretty cool. Last March Madness thing I wanted to ask you guys: as Bulls fans, would you prefer Zion or Ja? I don't think we're going to get any of them. I yeah. think we're going to end up with Cam Reddish. I have the vision. What about Cam RJ? Reddish. I think the Bulls can get a top three pick. I think... Uh, no, I don't think so. They've won no. too many games. Oh, Realistically, I think... They always do. If we're lucky, we get RJ. I like RJ a lot. I think he uh, he works well down low. I think you saw that in the UCF game. He had the big rebound. He yeah. did. He won yeah, the game. He also like, had the hook and hold. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're not going to talk about I, that. I mean, they're not going to call that. Yeah. Um, they called it every other time this year. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd, uh, I really like, I didn't, I never watched Ja before last week. Oh my god. And I enjoyed it. He's so good. And I can't imagine what, when he has, like, real players, what it's like Oh my watch. god, he's, I mean, the fact he got 16 assists in his first tournament game. Yeah, but Zion's also lighting it up every year. I know, so Zion's like, a I would take Zion. Too. I think Zion's like a, like a... I, my prediction one, will be that the Knicks will get the top pick, get the top pick in quotations... They'll, they'll ice the uh, they'll ice the ball. No, they'll, is that what they do, or they do the take? Yes, they do that for soccer. I mean, let's face it. Every World Cup and Champions League draw has probably been rigged with cold balls. Don't quote me on that. Um, but basically, cold I, balls, yeah. the killer of of uh, the World Cup, not the, the fact Cup that they the they have it in Brazil and Qatar. Qatar. That's not the reason why. That's not the, the World why. Cup has been it's controversial and yeah. in recent. But but I mad. I think the lottery might. I, I, I'm not saying it will be rigged, but like I'm just saying like I feel like the Knicks will get the number. Yeah, one they're also pick. due for that kind of thing. Yeah, they so. need Zion, and I think if they get Zion, that gives they them a better Kyrie. chance to get Kyrie and KD. Yeah. No, I think at least Kyrie, and then you get Kyrie and Zion, and suddenly you have a dynamic duo. LeBron you know? gets traded after one year in LA. Yeah, he's like, I want to play with the Knicks now. It's like, well, there you go. Uh, LeBron not in the playoffs, first time since '05. How okay. about that? Yeah, I think. Uh, Everyone has LeBron. But Ja, no, I like really like Ja. I, I do cool. too. I think Ja will have a quicker transition to the NBA than Zion, just because I think Ja has all the skills that oh, the yeah. point guard needs, and he's yeah. a great passer. I think he's a better shooter than Westbrook. Oh, too. he made all those threes. Oh my God, he lights out, man. 
How, how does he not go to a bigger school? I was cheering for him. I, I was too. I wish I had Murray State beating Florida State. I wish they won that game. But we're gonna end. We're gonna end the show. Talk about professional baseball because it's opening day. Well, te- technically, <laughs> when it comes out. When it comes, yeah. So technically, it's opening day, even though the Mariners played the A's in two games in Japan to give Ichiro a send off. Ichiro, one of the best players of all time. I think the best hitter that any of us have seen since we've been, you know, alive I used on this to, earth. in Little League. I used to bat like Ichiro. I had a lot of movement in my uh, bat. Um, Basically, and, uh, running to first as oh, you're yeah, swinging. No, I also, I had an awful swing when I was young. So uh, before I got that like fixed, um, like I, I would like start running before I hit it. Hmm. So I yeah. did the itch roll like slap, like the softball. Kind yeah, of no, I like that strategy. Afraid of the ball. That's good. Oh, I was definitely afraid of the ball. Oh, I was a lefty. They couldn't pitch to me, so oh. I was afraid. You oh, bat. So you were. So that's why you started. Running. Wait, you bat lefty or your switch? I was. I bat lefty. You bat lefty and you throw righty. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'm an all righty. Yeah, what did you play, by the way? Because you played baseball in high school. Yeah, I mean, I played catcher most of the time, but I played every position at least once except for first base. Well, I just make a point. If people are still listening, we have an athlete on the pod. Yeah. This guy played sports. No one can say yep. that we don't. We didn't play sports. I played baseball and soccer all four years of high school. I probably scored 40 goals in high school in soccer and uh, – 40 goals. Yeah. And I had no doubt. I I had a couple 300 foot, I had some 300 foot hits in baseball. I, I, I'm a strikeout master, but if I'm hitting the ball, I'm killing it. This guy's 5'3", if you've never seen him standing. 5'4". I'm not 5'3", I'm 5'4". But to do the, to do this MLB opening day thing, uh, we'll just do basically what you guys are expecting from, uh, what we're expecting from our favorite teams. And then, uh, let's just do who's, you know, who's, who's making the playoffs and who's winning it all. So... Steven, well, since you're a White Sox fan slash Brewers fan, you get the two teams to talk about. Awesome. So give me your, your expectations for your AL team and your NL team. Brewers got to sign Craig Kimbrell at some point. I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, he's available, so they should just pay him already. Um, they'll be okay. Is anyone going to chime in on that? They, I, should, they should be competitive. The Brewers? Oh, yeah, oh, the Brewers. yeah, they'll be wild. Over, un, over under 95 games. I think they win like ninety. Just okay. Under. They're they're just they're the same team as last year basically. Pretty they much. have some bullpen injuries right now, but like I like them. Uh, the White Sox though, I think it's an eighty-five win team. I think they could secretly make be a wild card. It team. could be like an interesting team, and the the uh, Tigers and Twins and Royals are all trending down. Oh, the AL Central stinks. Yeah, the Indians don't want to pay anyone, and they're trending down. <laughs> Might yeah. come in second place. Yeah. <laughs> so like the Sox could easily yeah come in second place. Uh, and if they can beat the teams in their division, and then they got Eloy all year, if he's not batting 220 and not having a Mankata year, and then Mankata steps up and Jose Abreu continues and Tim Anderson does stuff, uh, just does a lot to just ask. End. Tim Anderson just needs to do something. Yeah. But I think the White Sox are in a position to be a oh, force to be reckoned with like in the, the 2020s. Are there. Yeah, no, yeah. like definitely, like the window's closing though. <laughs> like, that's that's true. Do you think like, uh, it's opening at the same time as it closes? Is Cease going to come up this year or no? I think he's out for a season. Really? No, that's Kopech. No, no, no. Cease is also, also injured? Yeah. I thought he was going to be your best pitching prospect. No, well, Rodon's, like, I still love Rodon, but Rodon's Rodon. in it. Like, let me look up Dylan Cease again. Okay. I think he's fine. He's the number 15 uh, uh, player right now in prospects. Dude, dude. Oh, your Wi-Fi's trash. No, it's not. Uh, it's called Virus, Virus, Virus for a reason, because it's trash. He's the guy that... In the meantime, can I talk about the Cubs? Yeah. What about the Cubs? They didn't. So, they didn't sign nobody. They didn't, which is fine because the team is already like fairly stacked with with guys. Okay. Um, it'll be an interesting year. The biggest problem I think last year was they didn't have a leadoff guy. 
And I think that'll actually be Chris Bryant this year. Um, mm. Like, Matt will experience, uh, experiment with it. But oh. if, in theory, uh, they might do Bryant, Rizzo, Baez. Um, just get your three best hitters. Here's your cleanup. Um, I think the Cubs are good. I know, the Cubs are fine. I mean, if Schwarber can actually not strike right. out so much, he could be um, a very you good You upset about half? A little bit, but I think that's uh, it'll be end up being good because I, I like Al Moro a lot. So um, I think Al Moro will probably be the uh, center fielder. play for the Cubs again? Um, yeah, he'll, I feel call him up eventually. Like, someone's going to get injured. That's how the Cubs work. Know, maybe it's like a trade bait kind of thing. Okay. I think for the Cubs, it's really dependent on a healthy U Darvish. If U Darvish is healthy and pitches like a Texas Rangers U Darvish, the Cubs will win the the NL Central very NL. easily and win the NL. <laughs> I see, but like I feel like our our lineup's already pretty. No, your stacked. lineup is great, but again, I think you like, need because John Lester's gonna regress. He's getting older. Right, but if he pitches three fifty, that's good enough to get wins. He'll have at least a, an eleven win season. But you have to think about how many times the Cubs are playing. I mean, you've got a, a very good Milwaukee Brewers team. The Cardinals got better, right? And the Reds are better the too. The Cardinals might be the best team in the division. Yeah, right. I mean, the Cardinals might be significantly <laughs> yeah. better. But you look at last season. We we were really really good all year until the very end against the Brewers. Uh, we played decently against the Cardinals. Reds weren't a problem. Obviously, they've improved the most. I you know Cardinals also. Right. You have to make sure you don't lose like bogey games. Like, there are we. Who beat beats, good teams last year. I we think, just messed it up. I think the, the key is which with those three is who beats the Reds and Pirates the most. Yeah, honestly, it's you get thirty six tries. Who can win thirty of those? Right. You can. You cannot have too many bogey games against the Pirates because that that's the team that you should be wailing on all season. Right. And that's the that's Reds the got better. The Cubs have historically in this era been the best against the yeah. Pirates. But they did tie them once. But going like if the Cubs let's go go four, 14 and four against the Pirates and like the Brewers go nine nine that five game those five games are huge right uh, that could be the difference I think in the division yeah I just play. I just think from a standpoint of pitching and players I think a lot of players digressed last year and I think they'll at least come try and come back to form okay so you know the big guy in my opinion there who should have a, a better year is Bryant. Just didn't hit as many home runs this year or last year. He's he's batting for average. I think that'll change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, new pitching coach or new pitching coach. Actually, yeah, we do have a new pitching coach. New pitching coach and uh, uh, batting coach as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, things will change for the Cubs. Are they going to play the Bombers in the World Series? Hell yeah! Yankees winning one fifty games. We're so good. One fifty? No, no, I'm just kidding. Do you like uh, he's a Yankees um, fan? Yeah. Our, who's your uh, new manager now? Uh, Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. Second year. I love him. I love Aaron I Boone. Like I love Paul our team. Comments. It was weird. He used to I do know. like the Little League World Series and then, and then came <laughs> the New York Yankees Then got manager. an ESPN gig and then now he's the New York Yankees manager. It was no, weird. I really like the Yankees this year. I mean, we got James Paxton is a good pitching addition. Our bullpen is ridiculous. I mean, I just got MLB The Show, which just came out yesterday oh. as we're recording this. So is it fun? It's a, it, yeah, the it's graphics fun. Graphics look the same as twenty eighteen. No, nah, well, I had twenty seventeen. So because I do, I I'm get, sure the graphics look the same as my PS two edition of twenty ten. They do not. They definitely do. They definitely do not. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a ten year gap and two generations. So you're way off there, buddy. <laughs> No, it's fun, but like just MLB the show gives me like an idea of rosters and stuff. Yeah. Yankees bullpen is stacked. Yeah, I was about to say effing stacked, but I remember we're on Oski talk, but <laughs> we're stacked. And we got Tulo, we got LeMayhew. I mean, Greg Bird doesn't even get in the lineup because of Luke Voigt. So basically, the Yankees have to win the division. And if we win the division, because let's face it, the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to be the one seed and the four seed. 
They both can win 100 Damn games shame. again. And it's a stupid seeding. I'm sick of it. Because if the Yankees get the wild card again, we're stuck playing Boston at Fenway at least twice. lose. I don't know. Let's the Red they Sox might the Red, I, they should change the seating because this is BS. This might force their because like Boston and New York is an ALCS match and they could and they're probably gonna meet again in the ALDS because one of them is winning their division gonna Unless, get the one seed wow, and the one of them is hosting. Yeah, one of them's gonna game. lose in a one game playoff. No way. To who? Uh, I, that's a good way to go into who's making the playoffs. I mean, in the AL, Yankees, Red Sox. Automatic. Indians, practically automatic yeah. because the Central stinks. Astros. Astros automatically winning the West. The second wild card spot is a complete toss-up. I got the Angels. You got the Angels. That's a surprising pick. I mean, I think it's between the A's, the Angels. I think you got to put the Mariners in there, and then the Dark Horse is the White Sox. Yeah, no. Angels, Angels huh? Yeah. You think Mike Trout with his almost half a billion yeah. dollars? Is Shohei going to play this year? I hope he does. I love Shohei. I want him to pinch pitch against. I think he's only gonna hit this year. That's he's only gonna he's hit only this, year. this year. Yeah, but, but next year he'll pitch again. Yeah. Um, no, I think like, uh, and I think Albert has a one last hurrah. So. Hmm. I hate Albert Pujols. Okay, well that's some, that's a that's that's a you problem. Yeah. Okay. I do not like. Albert. I always like. So he's, he's a career. So Angels, player. who's your second AL wildcard team? Oh man, it's I, tough. I know. Um. How, is Tampa Tampa Bay still at least decent? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tampa's not. I mean, Blake Snell, Cy Young winner, and they've got some young, and open, right? And still, guns, they yeah. still. I think they could make it a run for it. Um, I don't know. They got to play the Red Sox and the Yankees all those times, right? Which, but still, like, I don't think the AL is that. Like, there's n- the AL just isn't like the NL Central this year. There's not that many like right. teams like you're like wow. I mean, or the NL in general. I mean, like Rockies this year are gonna be great again. Um, Who do you got for the second wild card? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a surprise and take Seattle. Okay. I, I think uh, Kikuchi is gonna have a really good season on the mound, and even though the Mariners lost Paxson and Cano and Edwin Diaz, I I think you know we saw them play against Oakland and Japan. I like the look of Seattle, and I think this year's AL second wild card spot is gonna come down to a bit of a surprise, and I think it's gonna come down to Seattle and Oakland, and I think Seattle gets it. The Angels need more. They need they need more pitching. That's just the bottom line. Maybe they trade. And it's a shame to see. I want to see Mike Trout make World Series and win championships because then. Maybe I'm high off that. Maybe I'm just like he's right. Like I know. Playoff but like, he needs extra guys. I mean, their their hitting lineup is fine. They've got some very good hitters, but he needs more to be a contender if he's staying in L. A. for that long. And the NL, I think we got the Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, Phillies. See, NL's more of a talk. I mean, because... I think the Braves and Phillies are both kind of locks. No, not locks. Are Phillies the I think locks? the I think the Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals, two of them make the playoffs. You have a wild card team out of the Central. One of them's winning the maybe division. Maybe both. Maybe both wild card Maybe teams. both, because Atlanta and Philly, even New York, even Washington. I mean, the Nationals could still technically make the playoffs. They're still a very good team. There's a lot of good teams out West. Right. I I think not to like be that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brewers are gonna make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I honestly fine. don't. No, maybe they didn't. It's possible. Like, it, it, it's like gonna Phillies, come down to like yeah. a if game. It's no, they, Phillies they and Braves. Yeah, they, the Brewers. Just yeah, Phillies. It's all on Aaron Nola. Like, I mean, if, if Aaron Yelich, Nola needs to be a, a stud. Yeah, Yelich has to be amazing for you guys again. Yeah, he might be. He's an MVP player now. Definitely. That's his caliber. But I, 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 I think uh, one team comes out of the West. I don't think the D-backs or the you Rockies. Think Rockies? No. Oh, man. Or um. Renato and Story. Or the Padres. I have no faith in the Padres whatsoever. I don't know why Machado went there. He should have come to New York money. or even Chicago. Yeah, of course, money. People like money. 
Back to Jerry Seinfeld. Money. Um, yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Amazing. All right, who's winning the World Series? And that's how we'll end this almost hour pod. Oh, yeah, the Yankees. I think the Yankees are back. Woo! Yankees! Yeah, we're we're winning the World Series. but Maybe the Mets. No. No. That's not happening. But, I mean, the Yankees... The pod goes another hour. Yeah. Besides how good... Besides how good the Yankees roster is, what's at stake for the Yankees this season is too big. Because if the Yankees do not win the World Series this year, it will be the first decade since the 1910s. That the Yankees haven't won a World Series. Is this going to be a Patriots-Duke-Yankees? Ah! Warriors. What? What? And, oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. At least, oh. at least Bama. Well, Clemson won, though. Oh, my God. What oh, a game like Oh, my God. Clemson's just as bad as Bama. 2019. We could, okay, Patriots. Oh, man. Patriots, Clemson, Duke. Duke the Warriors. Yankees. The Yankees. Who's going to win in the NHL? The Penguins again? Oh no! Oh my God! We could caps and the pods. Oh, we're gonna end it. <laughs> Go to boysandkirby.com. <laughs> Think about that for a while. For Patrick, Stephen, Amori, we'll see you guys next time. Happy April Fools! Also.